council of, of course, sake. It's a little bit Berlin style or free, like like Maharaj liked it so much. Good. Um, when I think of His Holiness Kadambakanana Maharaj, I really think of someone who lived an exemplary life and died an exemplary death. With an exemplary life, I mean he lived a life of seva, of service to the devotees. And uh, uh, when he, I say he lived an exemplary death, I really could see, I visited him in England before he went to Vindavan and then in Vindavan, I could really see that he had maybe done um, a step in his life, which is very rare. He had lost his fear of death. Um, his last words to me were, we shall meet on the other side, Sachinanda Swami. There is no separation. So um, uh, um, let me talk a little bit about his ideal life. I had the opportunity to personally meet with Maharaj in practically in all places uh, of, uh, in Europe. Here in Berlin, during the Ratha Yatra ceremonies, uh, he visited us once in Neuropin, where he gave a program in Srila Sangam and uh, stayed with uh, Nikunja and Varaha in the Gorabhavan, or he visited the Gorabhavan. Uh, we met in Munich doing Rathayatas in the many festivals in Singhachalam and uh, in Radadish and in Switzerland and Serbia and Croatia. Uh, and uh, I always saw him totally fixed in serving uh, the, the devotees. Um, uh, it was uh, really exemplary. He often was, how do you say, out of his comfort zone is maybe not the right way to say it. He, he really had given so much already, but he continued on. He was a very strong sadhaka. I remember he rose at 2.30 every day and did his uh, japa and his worship of Giriraj. Uh, he was uh, very strong with himself, but at the same time extremely and extremely lenient with others. I think we are all afraid of these super strict people who look down on those who are not so strict. No? They, they are a little bit like the Ku Klux Klan of the Christianity. So we have an all religious movement, Ku Klux Klan people who are just very aggressive because they Mm, the, the strictness has made the heart, uh, the heart very hard. Uh, Maharaj was not like that. He was very free, very open. He would always say, I come from Amsterdam. Mm, um, and uh, he kept this. 
what I also very much appreciated when he talked or interacted with devotees were the deep realizations which he shared. Have, had you also noticed it? He, he not just read the scriptures, he digested uh, and presented the essence to the many people uh, whom he affected. Mm. The world will always speak about his love for kirtans. Mm. Uh, he would sometimes say to me, Maharaj, I will do a meditative kirtan uh, now. <laughs> and I would I say, yes, for one minute. Uh, <laughs> um, he, uh, mm, but I would say his kirtans were no less meditative than those kirtans who, who were labeled as meditative. We might use another verse which ex expresses the same things, things. His kirtans were immersive. You were immersed in it, almost like when you entered the depths of an ocean. He once uh, wrote in, a, in his book, Kirtaniya Sada Hari, a book where he shares his realization on kirtan, <coughs> something uh, which relates both to kirtan and his japa. He considered the holy name like a train and chanting the holy name like a ride on a train. What he meant is with this analogy that he thought the holy name would carry him, no? that holy name would uplift him, the holy name would do everything just like a train does really everything. In, in moving us from place A to place B. These are his own words. I have boarded the train now. I have got my seat. And now let the journey begin. Like that, let me get ready to chant my rounds and get into a regular rhythm, just like the train. Name after name, in an unbroken chain, with Goloka as my destination. Um, when, I when we received the invitation, 428-47, when we received the invitation, Lika Shravanti, who had invited us by a voice message, said in the midst of the voice message, now I have to cry and then the voice message stopped. Mm. With this she expressed what we all feel. Uh, this, this feeling comes in waves. Sometimes it's not so much there, it seems to be gone, but then all of a sudden, from a place which we don't know where it came exactly from, we are overwhelmed with a sudden realization, oh my God, Maharaj is not there any longer with us. How do we deal with the grief? Well, there is a very nice part in the Bhagavatam where we hear of a saintly lady who 
goes with her husband Malad, Maladvajaya into the forest and uh, after ta having taken care of the family life. So this queen Vidharbi is uh, uh, serving her husband every day and uh, one morning she comes and finds her husband in the lotus position but something is different from the other mornings as she comes closer she notices most properly the husband has died and uh, when she touches his feet then she notices the feet are very cold and she immediately begins to cry she has she realizes she has left he has left so Prabhupada makes a beautiful purport here that that tells us about the part of crying tears but it tells us also how to deal with it he says figuratively the queen is supposed to be the disciple of the king Thus, when the mortal body of the spiritual master expires, his disciples should cry, exactly as the queen cries when the king, her husband, leaves the body. And Prabhupada said, but, but, uh, continues, you know, because you can't spend the rest of your life crying now. However, he says, the disciple and spiritual master are never separated because the spiritual master always keeps company with the disciple as long as the disciple follows strictly the instructions of the spiritual master. This is called the association of Vani words. Physical presence is called Vapu, yes. As long as the spiritual master is physically present, the disciple should serve the physical body of the spiritual master. And then, when the spiritual master is no longer physically existing, the disciple should serve the instructions of the spiritual master. My dear devotees, my dear friends, then I think we all of, all of us consider ourselves close to Maharaj because he was just such a personal person. He had a word for everyone. If we want to um, keep uh, Kadamba Kanana Maharaj in some ways, in a spiritual ways with us, then it's very important that we learn this way of associating uh, with him through his messages, his vani. And therefore, this is maybe the best time that we try a second time mm, to play the philo. Kannst du vielleicht das einstellen? The last message. Philo is, is our technical man here. Mm. So this was recorded 12 days before his departure. Um, he spent a lot of energy into putting into this video because actually he could not really um, 
how do you say he didn't speak at that time any longer when, when Burijan Prabhu he came and asked him oh, well you put a lot of energy in that well, in these words how could you do it and then Maharaj spoke only one word he said desire <laughs>